people of Earth. Give hope. Happy New Year, audience, and welcome to this very special episode of Gig Hose. We recorded it on Zoom, so the audio isn't as pristine as usual. However, the good news is there's also a video. So if you'd like to watch it, it's up on YouTube as Gig Hose Episode 15. Enjoy. All right. Uh, my name is Willa, and we are, oh, I'm Marla. Yeah, <laughs> you are Marla. And and uh, we are the Gigos. Gigos. Uh, so as we have two special guests who are both alumni of the podcast. Hey, hello, guys. <laughs> hello, guys. <laughs> Got Warren Odes uh, and and Larry Ballaroo. So what we're going to do is a very special uh, special Gigos podcast. We're only going to look at this one epic New Year's Eve gig that we did. Uh, and we are all, we are, you know, the rhythm section here. And it was like a four-day extravaganza, right? Mom? We're still recovering. <laughs> still looking for Warren's car. <laughs> still looking for Warren's car. That's the ultimate. Which these, is... uh, these New Year's gigs in Manhattan are like paramilitary operations. Totally. totally. And you know, no Remember matter how much. They, uh, yeah. Go ahead. Remember Remember when they rescued the Jews from Antabi? Did you ever see that movie? <laughs> an unbelievable movie and an unbelievable story. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Raid on Antabi. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was amazing. But that's what these gigs are like. They are. So that's what we're going to do. Now we're going to start. We're going to go through it chronologically. Yeah. And it begins with, so so New Year's Eve audience was on Sunday, right? So it happened on Sunday. Sunday. Right. Sunday. Sunday night was New Year's Eve. Was New Year's Eve. But Marla got so so this all happened at this very venerable ven, venerable old institution, a private club in Manhattan on Central Park South. Um Marla started with a gig there on Friday night, right, Marla? Right. I did um at the dining room. Uh I worked six to whatever, six thirty to nine thirty, but I got there at four o'clock because and- to drop the equipment off of my equipment and then to secure a parking spot. Cause the good thing about it is this is the only good thing was that <laughs> I could start parking from Friday night and I was good until Tuesday at 7 a.m. All right, so and the I, regs changed what, at like six o'clock? Yeah, it's a certain street. You can start parking at six o'clock and then you're good for the weekend. But All because right, so of the New park- Year's, I was good on Monday too. So you parked on 56th and 10th, right? Don't give it away. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that happened Friday, and then me and Warren and Marla had agreed we were going to go on Saturday night and drop our gear off. Well, Marla already had her gear dropped off, but, but I drove in with Willa just to like because you're so good Direct and professional. Traffic. Yeah, oh, right. Just, uh, you know, help. <laughs> okay, so me and Marla drive in at like ten thirty on Saturday night, and Warren, what'd you do? <laughs> I'll take some responsibility for this. <laughs> some of it, I, I think some of it was law of attraction. Uh-huh. I was so spooked by the whole getting the stuff into the gig because I'm old and we know what it's like 
to do yeah. these gigs when they shut everything down. Right. And there's there's and there's a cop, you know, with his gun hanging out. And goes, I don't care, buddy. You ain't going down that street. You oh know? yeah, we should say we should say for the audience in Iowa or wherever on New Year's Eve. Well, we're doing all this this way because on New Year's Eve, the city closes down in that grid between 59th and 42nd, and like I don't know Eighth Avenue and yeah, 6th and Avenue. we all yeah, and we also know what it's like when it turns into a log jam. And it takes 40 minutes to go around the block. So, you know, it's not like just neurosis. There is some neurosis involved, but it is reality if you've ever done this for a living. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think so we have. I, I, always, I was already spooked about the car and the equipment. You know, this was going on for days. We had a lot of discussions over weeks about this, right? <laughs> so I was already planning in my mind. <laughs> so uh but the good thing about it is i had been through it before so i yeah. you you were the uh yeah, so this is so the, back to back to yeah. saturday night at 10 30 you came down to meet us with our gear and you decided to park your car that night right as a good friend of mine says it was a perfect phone call so uh <laughs> i uh and you know what I'm saying. Those who know, know. And those who don't, know. And everyone knows. So Saturday, I go to see my friend's concert. A beautiful night. I have the drums in the car. I drive down. There's no traffic. No traffic. Just, we had no traffic either. Love, lovely evening. Lovely evening. I pull on to 58th Street. Just west of 7th. There's all kinds of parking spots. And Legal I, spots. I spoke Legal. to you, Marla. And I'm... Now I'm studying the signs as if it's a Torah study group. What's the meaning of this sign? You dig? I'm looking at the signs, looking for hidden meanings. Yeah. Like, uh, what's the thing in the Torah? The, uh, the why is this? Why is this night Kabbalah. Passover? Kabbalah. No, the Kabbalah. That's the mystic part. Yeah. Right. I'm like studying the signs to see is there some hidden meaning in here that I'm looking like? Yes, Sunday. It's Sunday, Monday, Saturday. What right. days? You know. There's no indication that this isn't a good idea. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sign says, Warren, come and stay with me for a couple <laughs> of days. And I say, thank you. I will stay with you for a couple of days. Right. So I parked the car. I rolled the drums over to this as yet unnamed place. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and we get our gear in. It's the loading dock is open. The gate is open. Well, it was open because I opened it. I had you have to call security. Oh, you did. Come okay. down. Right. Yes, right. that's why I was there. It's, it's, all, it's all paramilitary. Nothing. Right. It's not like it's not like the middle of Des Moines where you're going to play at the. No, nothing like that. All right, so I want to cut to Ballerie now because he's the calm in the storm. Now, Larry, Ooh. you you <laughs> well, live on Long Island. <laughs> what? That's interesting. <laughs> well, you live on Long Island, but you have a Pieta Terre in in Manhattan for just this kind of gigs, right? Right. So I'm on 64th and 2nd. So my uh, wow, my situation was that I was going to get in about, you know, one thirty two o'clock, go by this venue, drop my stuff, right. go, park on the, go park on the east side by your house, by the place, by my place, and then take an Uber to the venue. Yeah. And that's a very wise move, right? Keeps you, know, you to stay, Yeah, to just to stay away from the craziness of that area. So that's what I did. And mm-hmm. 
that was actually that actually was good because I mean I had coming in really no traffic and and I was able to just kind of get the loading dock. I called Marla and they opened up the dock. I got it in. I got brought the equipment in. Left. Everything right. was approved. That's great. Okay. So now, far. That was all downhill from there. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, you got sucked up into a thing. We'll get to that. So Marla, Marla and I, you really did get sucked up into it. Um, but so Marla and I agree we're gonna leave Queens. We both live in Queens. We're gonna leave Queens at 10:30 in the morning. Her car's already in town. I'm gonna drive in, put my car in the lot that's connected to the club across the street, right? And we're gonna set up the gear. And the gig starts at eight. We're leaving at 10:30 in the morning. In the morning. I just right. that. Because because they closed down all the streets, you know, at a certain point. So great. We tried it. Like, you know, $4 an hour. So, you know. Say what? Yeah. yeah but so it's like we're making $4 an hour, you know. <laughs> right. By the time it's all over, if that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we drive in. We get into town. We're in the parking lot by like 1130, you know. Cool, groovy. Not a lot of traffic. Not too bad. We go upstairs. We set up the gear. Our gear. Um. And it's all still there, which is great because we left it there overnight in the dining room, right? Uh, Marla's going to hang out because people are going to come and she's the leader. Yes. She's got to stay there. But I figure I'll take the subway home. I have a subway right on my corner. I'll take the subway home and I'll come back in like at five. I'll get on the subway and I'll come back and it'll get me there with plenty of time for the gig. So I start like... It's like quarter to one. I start walking down 7th Avenue. They already have 7th Avenue blocked the traffic at one in the afternoon. And how are they blocking the traffic? Because this is Barricade, yeah. Barricades on either side of the avenue. And then huh? sanitation trucks everywhere. Right. Oh, yes. Oh, and we did see a truck on fire on our way across the 59th Street Bridge mm -hmm. on the way in, by the way. <laughs> right, 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 right. But they use sanitation trucks as barricades. That's Manhattan for you. Because they know they got to clean up after anyway. Might right. as well bring the trucks down. So. That's right. And and like I said, if a terrorist wants to drive into something, it's harder to get through a garbage truck than some barricades, right? Because also what we had going on was the the specter of the, the Gaza war and the Palestinians and the Israelis right. protesting. Right. Because they do and that every day somewhere in the city. Right. So that was an issue. So I come down 7th Avenue to the E train on 53rd and 7th and, and they're putting up barricades all over there too. And I say to the cops, if I come back around six, can I just walk straight back up 7th? I got to work on 58th and you know 7th. He goes, barring any wild circumstance. Sure. I go, great. I go home. I eat. I get back on the subway. It's all fine. I get out of the subway. They go, Oh, you can't come down 7th Avenue. You got to go over to 6th Avenue, go up 6th Avenue, and then come back down 58th. I say, fine. I I serpentine my way to 55th and 6th, wherein I hit a massive bottleneck. Now. Of people, I, human flesh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what time was that? This was, uh, I got out of the subway at 10 to 6th. This, and this, is this is oh, this is when you came back on. And I came back. Okay. Right now, I had on this arm my purse, on this arm my gig bag, which is you know pretty pretty big, 
And I also had a little bag with sushi in it that I had procured from Marla because I wasn't sure if they were going to feed us or not, right? Stuck dead like just a, a mass of human flesh, like she said. No, nothing is moving. The streets are back on the other side of 6th Avenue. No problem. People are walking back and forth and I'm starting to flip, right? And people around me are starting to flip and I'm thinking, oh, great. You know, something's going to happen now. Someone said, I got to pee. <laughs> this guy next to me who's got a, like a giant great, great dame with him. He goes, where are all these people going? It's the other direction. I said, well, where are you going? He goes, 58th Street. I said, well, that's where I'm going. I think that's where we're all going, you know. Beg the cop to let me go to the other side of the street. I have to work. No, no, no. Even a woman with a, her mother in a wheelchair, you know, no, nobody gets out. <laughs> and nothing's moving, right? So then a, a train of people like pushing their way, heading south in our log jam says, well, it's blocked there now. They say you got to go to 54th to cross the street. 10 seconds later, I'm not shitting you. Another group comes threading up from the south. They go, oh, no, 54th Street is closed. They say you got to go to 57th to cross, right? You have to walk back to Queens to cross the street, basically. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I stood there for, like, 15 minutes flipping out, you know, and then finally they let people through. Now, yeah, I, I just got to inter inter interject. Last year I had a similar experience where they said, no, you can't cross. I actually had to go down into the subway. Mm -hmm. and walk underground to cross the street to come up. You know, and, and like I was kicking myself because I could have gone to the Carnegie Hall. You know, I could have made myself to the Carnegie Hall subway, but who knew? All right. Now, you're, Valerie, you went home after you dropped off your shit, right? Right. So you're cool. You're sitting in your apartment. Having yeah, a so we, yeah, we went back, you know, uh, my wife was <laughs> with Laura, so we, we just... Uh, we went back, we chilled out a little bit, then we went out to a nice little restaurant, had some dinner. Very nice. And I was like, wow, this is like a humanistic kind of situation, you know? Right. Little <laughs> did I, you know. Little I did said, you know. I you know, going to put my Texado on and then, you know, and then make a way, making my way, you know, back to the venue, you know? So I said, yeah. oh, this is kind of small. And of course, I get into an Uber and the guy's like, where are you going? And I said, well, and he goes, oh, you can't get there. <laughs> and I said, really? He said, oh, uh, everything is closed. I said, oh, okay. Well, maybe we should try. Well, I'll try, but I can't guarantee anything. It was smooth. Totally smooth. What street did you come down? Uh, I came down uh, 59th. 59th, yeah. 59th, right. Yeah, they yeah. usually don't close 59th. Yeah, 59th. Right. We, open. We did, yeah, we just spun around at 7th, and uh, that was it. You know? Right, okay. Yeah. And now, everything was cool until, you know. So now well, I... Okay, now now let's go back to Warren. So Warren, bunch of two, ever ever bunch of two five ones, then it got bad. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. So so Warren, at what point did your nightmare begin? Like what Warren, time? Did you do this gig on New Year's? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's when the drama began. <laughs> no, no. When? No, when okay. All right. So everything's great. I drop the drums off. <laughs> I take the subway home. Right? And this is the night before. Saturday night. Saturday night. Right. And then Sunday, everything's beautiful. It's like late in the day. I take the subway down, get off at 59th Street. Wow, everything's going really great. I go to, <laughs> you know, eat. Check, uh, I eat, check eat on your car, food. right? No, he go to eat, walk, eat something. I get a little oh. snack at uh, Whole Foods. Mm -hmm. And uh, now I'm 
walking towards the gig and wow, 58th Street. It's open. It's supposed to be sort of closed, but it's open. But I see blinking. Uh -uh. <laughs> oh, yeah. I see the famous blinking right. everywhere. I go, wow, what's going on down there? And then I see tow trucks. Uh, and then I go, uh, uh, I'm running out of oxygen now. Like, <laughs> And I go to look for my car by Nordstrom and it's it went away. Right. So I asked the local police person, what's up? Uh, my car's been towed or something. She goes, well, it's not really towed. It's relocated. Yes. That's the police term for previously owned. It's not <laughs> you, previously owned. Relocated. Okay. So, uh, okay. Well, where is it? Well, uh, uh, you have to call. So then I went to the gig. I called Marla. I said, it's gone. And Marla, entering, uh, applying for sainthoodness, made the phone calls to find the car with patience. Right. And, uh, and I, 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 guess, I guess I guess that phone, that phone call must have gone, police got your car. <laughs> police got your car. Yeah. You know that one. Police got car. Police got your car. You know? Yeah. Wow, I gotta yeah. remember that next year. Police I do it. Stop your I, car. No, it's actually police stop my car. Police stop my car. Uh, yeah, that's what I said. Police stop my car. Uh, made me walk a straight line and blow a balloon up. But anyway, uh, very good, Larry. You're the only other person I know that knows that version. Anyhow. But the policeman that I spoke to in special operations, you had to know which button to press. Special operations. You got wait, wait. So you were on. I just want to kind of, I get, I find you, I'm bringing you your sushi. I finally get there and you're on the, like, I walk into this crisis. And I'm on the phone with the police. You're yes. on the phone with 311. You're on the phone with 311. No, 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 no. I called, I asked for which two police stations. I don't know if it was 311, but I, I had two police stations it could have been in. And I called the first one and it was the right one. No, no, you called 311 and they told you to call the police station. That's how it went. Oh, okay. okay. I came in on 311 call, but I walked into yeah, this yeah. like, like hostage situation, you know what I mean? Like I thought I'd walk in and everyone would be hanging out, but it's like everyone's quiet and tense. And then Warren comes in, you know, and I'm like, Warren, have some sushi, you know? <laughs> of course, I was eating while the hostage situation was going on because nothing right. stopped her from eating. And now <laughs> I got to say, Marla, you really were so amazing because she's so tenacious, right? You know, you just like, Hung in there, hung in there, hung in there, you know. Because that's what it always takes. You know, my even my husband says, I when I'm on customer service, ah, it's a good thing. I don't know how you do that. I'm on with Verizon. It's like two hours, you know, or yeah, three know. days. You know, you just have to keep going. But um when I you're, speak, uh, you're mil you're military grade giggle. <laughs> when yeah. I spoke to the police officer, he was so nice because uh -huh. you didn't hear that part of it. Oh yes, it's on West 50th. Oh, you, you had it on the um you had it on the speaker. I heard they were incredibly nice. And they gave me an exact address. They yes. said, the 600, they said the 600 block of 58th. West 58th, 600 West 58th Street. So me and, you know, me and Warren, jumping to later, drive up and down the street. Oh, no, no, we're not. Let's we'll oh, get there. okay. We'll get there. <laughs> All right. So at that moment, we felt like, okay, his car is between 11th and the West Side Highway on 58th. And he calmed down. He calmed down, right? And we figured we'll get it after the gig. Okay. Now, what's funny about this whole podcast is, I mean, the gig was a gig, right? I mean, and we had it was fun. fun. Yeah, we, yeah. 
I really enjoyed playing, particularly with you, like being the rhythm section with you two guys. Like we burned it up and some of you, people- you know what I like about the gig is we got overtime before we even started. Because usually the overtime is at the end, but we got overtime because we started a half early handing out fifties. Yeah, it was yeah, an shut up, play. <laughs> it was a club date innovation. <laughs> Over time at the beginning of the gig, sex right. to save a friendship. Right. Yes, yeah, so it's so funny because we're not even going to talk about the gig because the gig was right. the gig, right? Right. Like as people know, it's a typical gig. It's like it's too loud, it's too soft. Play faster, play slower. Don't play. Why are you playing? You know, it's- listen to me. <laughs> Come on, do it. <laughs> listen to me. I know what I'm doing. Oh, and also, and also being spoken to by an officer of the event while I'm playing. While I'm playing and singing, you know, he's chatting with me, you know, like I love yeah, me too. Yeah. Give, anyway. give the man to tell, tell two of them to go take a break. Uh. Yeah. Now, now, Larry, innocently enough, accepted Marla's offer to drive him home at the end of the gig. Yeah. But little did Larry know what that was going to entail for him. Sorry, Larry. Marla was funny because she's like, I said, you know, if I could grab a ride, you know, this way, uh, you know, I don't think an Uber or like, you know, my wife doesn't have to come out late at night. And she said, well, you know, you just got to hang out with the equipment. I said, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I don't, I don't mind. <laughs> Sorry. I said, I'll walk it down to the loading dock, whatever. That became uh-huh. a situation, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> things things always change as we as we move forward, you know. And I got to say, you were such a, a good natured prince through all of it because you could have been home two hours before you were home. In the yeah, end. what are you going to do? What are you, you know, what are you going to yeah. do? Uh, well, OK, so the gig ends. We're all good. There were two other people on the gig, two women who were great, you know, but they they split when the gig was over. So they they ran away. <laughs> well, they had every a belief that it was all over. You were going to get your car. We were all going to go home. One was the sax player. The other one was the lead singer. They didn't have the kind of gear we had, you know. So and I promised, and I promised Warren, don't worry, Warren. We're not going to desert you because I know Thank Warren you was stressed, you know. And you I think? Said, well, I mean, you did calm down because I I knew about the relocation thing because one of the people at the at the venue said. They do that on 59th Street. I just didn't think. Well, you forgot to mention they also put up a no parking sign after you parked there. Because they put, that was yeah, they they put the sign up on Sunday. Right. Right. And you parked on Saturday night. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay, so the gig's over. We all pack up and we go on moss as a caravan from from the floor we're on to the loading dock, which audience, you know, the loading dock is always a lovely place, you know, it's Full of gar- I mean, actually, there was a minimum of garbage at this loading dock, which is kind of a nice thing. Uh, and I have to call security again to open the gate. You know, right. And you got to wait. Right. And then they That's come. Right. So yep. we decide what we're going to do. I'm going to free my car from its from its berth in the garage. Marla's going to Warren's going to walk Marla to 10th Avenue and 56 to get her car. Then she's going to drive him to get his car. Right. Right. So I had a little drama with the parking lot because it's got two entrances, one on 58th and one on 59th. I went to the one on 58th. The gates are down. Marla says, oh, just ring the thing. The guy will come. The guy didn't come. And I'm flipping out. I'm like, what? Is the garage closed now? Am am I? Is my car in hock? Right. So I but I went around the other side. I got my car. I come there. Larry's 
standing very patiently. Now, the whole time, Larry, that you were at the loading dock, is the security guy like nudging you to get get out? Yeah, so, so you know, I thought I thought we were cool at the loading dock because I was I was waiting with all the equipment, and there was you know there was another band that had played in the venue, so they had a sound company. So, you know, this loading as I'm waiting there, this big white van pulls into the loading dock. Right. And these two guys get out and then they're, so they're saying to the guy, so now the, the guy, the, you know, the security guy is like, what are you guys doing? He's like, well, we have to unload, we have to load this truck now with all the equipment. They got to So, well, how long is that going to take? And they're like, well, we have to make a bunch of trips. Right. In the meanwhile, they leave, right. I guess to get the equipment and the guy in the loading dock says, you got to move this stuff out of the dock. I'm closing the dock. And you I said, our gear, our gear. these guys, he goes, no. I'm not. <laughs> and I said, yeah. well, I'm going to close the door. He goes, you got to get out. You got to bring all this stuff out. Right. And wait up the street. And I'm so he tells us to go to go out. And so I take all the stuff. That's when well, you no, 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 wait, wait, because I'll bring myself back into that. Because because right. it took me a while to bring my car back. I bring my car back. You're still on the loading dock with the stuff. But I see that he's nudging on you. Yeah. Right. I get yeah. my stuff out. I pack up. Marla and Warren are still not back. And in my brain, I'm going, well, I could leave. And in fact, I said goodbye to you. Right. But then I thought, they're not back yet. Larry, by all rights, should be home in bed already. But he's been <laughs> sitting here waiting with our gear. And, uh, that's and, then let me, and let me add that, like, you called me to tell me they just kicked us out of the loading dock. So me and Warren were going to start searching other streets but you were so freaked out that i said we have to just go back well let's stop for a minute because we got ahead of ourselves a little bit um so i decided not to leave and that's when the, the guy said i was already packed up but the guy said you got to get your shit out of the loading dock so we did he closed the date gate behind us then we called you and you said because larry you said to me larry uh i wonder if they can't find warren's car yeah bingo <laughs> Yeah. So now let's cut to you guys. So what happened when you get to the street and the car is not there? Well, I could tell you, or Warren, you could say, we went up and down, like one long way up and one long way down. I said, Warren, is that it? He goes, maybe I missed it. Let's, can we go up and down again? I said, I don't think, you know, you missed it. <laughs> oh, look, come back. We didn't mean it. Man down, man down. <laughs> okay. so I also had, which comes in later in the story, the blinky thing. Well, wait, you know, let's, let's ball, yeah. you can't find you can't find your car. So you let's wait on that. Let's wait on that. Because that's no, that's, no. But that's part of the, me and Marla up down. Oh, you street. were doing the blinky thing then. Oh, oh yeah. the remote. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm trying to find it. Right. So you so had your hands out the window with the thing, right? There was also a lot of traffic. Oh, it yeah. It wasn't like a typical two in the morning. It was yeah. like crowded. Right. And right. were you what was going on in your mind? Are you flipping out? Me? Yeah. No, I thought it was the best day of my life. Of course, I'm slipping out. <laughs> and uh, but th but then 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 we tried to call the police and whatever number Marla had, no answer. Right. When you right, right, that's right. They so Marla on. Marla says to us, me and Larry yes. waiting in the cold outside yeah. the loading dock. Yeah. She goes, yeah. "All right, well, listen, we'll we'll come back, and uh, you know, we'll see what we can do then." And I'm thinking. We're both thinking, Marlon and I are both thinking, like, can we get Warren's drums in one of our cars and Larry's gear in the other car and maybe we can drive them home? And, you know, no, we, we couldn't. 
I, we can. Right. Larry's fit mine, but drums were not fit in yours. Right, because we're already loaded to the gills with equipment. And now it's after two in the morning, right? Way yeah. after. <laughs> so you guys get back to the loading dock, right? Well, there's another part that you're missing. What's that? On the way back, I did connect with a police somebody. No, and you did that sitting in the car. You didn't do that until you were in front of the place, in front of the loading dock, sitting in the car. And then I remember you yeah, said. And then they said, oh, well, we usually, you know, uh, they always do this. they very accurate. <laughs> and yeah. as he's telling me they're very accurate. He says, try 57, 58 or 59. Which right. is it, accurate or one of those three blocks? <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Very accurately and accurate. Now, Larry. So now you've been delayed for at least an hour and you could have gotten an Uber and gone home. What's going on in your brain? Oh, God. Ah, I mean, you know, what are we going to do? You know, it's it's one of those situations where, you know, you're in it. So you're in it. <laughs> all right. Well, all right, man. But if you were and another kind of person. We were, and we were you all know, together. Right. That was like, a good thing. Right. Imagine Willa, doing any of this alone. Oh, forget it. Like, Willa, you and I, you know, because we were... You know, we're talking and we're thinking, hmm, wherever these guys, are, where are these guys? You know, like, right. you know, and then we were communicating a little bit about it. Right. Yeah. And then uh, so, that yeah, but then you guys came back. Warren, you were on the phone. So then, Willie, you took Warren back. That's so, what we decided because right. we were thinking, well, do we take right. Warren to the police station, which is, you know, a couple of blocks right. that way. Well, the, classic, right. the, classic, the classic thing is that Marlon now pulls up. Yeah, Warren gets out of the car. Now he gets into your car, and you guys are going to go look for the car. So we're right. waiting still with the drums. So Marla, yeah, we put the equipment in the in the car in her car. And Mar Marla's equipment in Marla's her car. car, and Marla sort of backs up and says, "I'm just going to park like in front of the loading dock, right?" Right. Needless to say, that stupid van is ah. now being loaded inside. So you hear, and it starts, and I, and I said, what's best for this evening, this door's going to open, and this guy's going to come right into us with the van. You know, I'm like, this is just uh, the end of a beautiful day. I, I know, just, and, 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 you remember the spot that I got, like, I was crunched. <laughs> we couldn't get out. I right. couldn't get out Larry. Larry's running to the front of the car. Okay, if you were inches this way. Okay, wait a minute. Then go to the back. Okay, if you were inches that way, my car's going. It was like it was like yeah, the yeah. Austin Powers movie where he was trying to turn the vehicle. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, come on. You know, like seriously. So did it did it did they try to uh, did they did they bring out that white van while you were waiting for me and Warren the second go around? No, it, it, it we never saw the You didn't open again but but we heard we, the truck start because okay. Marla says uh oh I think they just started the truck <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like yeah next thing maybe we should go across the street because why do I think it's just going to ride pull right in, into us and, and that would be the perfect next thing right perfect uh, so anyway uh, we decide so Warren and this was this conversation before Warren got someone on the phone that maybe we should take him to the precinct right but right. then he did get someone on the phone and we were all like <laughs> it's so funny because like whenever a, a good thing happened. We were all like, oh, oh, he got someone on the phone. Oh, that's so great. You know? <laughs> so then they tell him it's one of those three streets. So we agree that Marla and Larry are going to stay at the loading dock. Marla's going to put her gear in the car. I'm going to drive Warren and we're going to look at 57th and 59th between 11th and the West Side Highway to see if his car is there. So we get in my car after Larry gets us out of the spot. Right. So we went up 
to 59th, we went around Columbus Circle. We go to 57th, which is insanely crowded. Everybody leaving for Jersey. Yeah. And it's as bad as it is heading west. It's even worse heading east, I guess, because they want to go down to the Lincoln Tunnel or something. And I'm thinking, I don't want to come back down 57th Street because it'll take me. It took us almost a half hour to get from 58th and 7th to 57th and 11th. Right. So now it's after 2.30, right? It's like almost quarter to three. So I mean, we're, so same thing. We're going down 57th Street. He's got his beeper out the window and he's going like, sort of like this. Oh God, oh God, oh God. This is going to be such a nightmare. If we don't find my car, I'm going down into hell for three days at least. They're all going to, you know, and he's like spinning scenarios. And I don't blame you, Warren, because I would have been doing the same thing. Right. Oh, it would have been, uh, you know, calling Monday, calling the police station, going, uh, you know, Bobby deals with that. He's not back till Wednesday. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, so now Warren and I are in the car. We get to 57th Street. Warren, you still there? Talk to me. Hello? Yeah. Okay. He's got his, I got my blinkers on because there's people behind me honking because I'm going slow. You know, Warren's got the beeper out the window. Not on 57th Street. We turn and I get, as we turn, and now we're like on the service road of the West Side Highway, right? Coming up on 58th Street. And I just sort of pull to the side a little because the phone rings. It's Marla. Where the fuck are you guys, right? Because you guys, Larry and Marla, they've been, you've been waiting for another, what, half hour, right? Oh, yeah. So, Warren, uh, uh, so Marla, at what point did you say, let's give them a call? I mean, what was going on for you guys? Uh, my, my fingers and toes were frozen. <laughs> and of course, you know, as we're sitting there, like all these, like all these shady characters are like walking by, we're thinking, oh, shit, what's going on here? You know? Yeah. yeah. They could have only grabbed one thing because they would have had to wheel it and we would have caught them. <laughs> you know? Right. Like right Cause you had Warren's drums who was still on the dolly. Warren's, right. right. And, and, and yeah. And Larry's yeah. gear also, was that still on the street? That was in the car already, I think. Yeah, right. we had yeah. started right. to load things in, you know, but. Right. All right. So, yeah, you guys call us. We're on this little edge of 58th and the West Side Highway. Uh, and we're going, and like the street of 59th, it looked like it, it looked like it dead ended, right, Warren? It looked like. Well, I knew that that turns into, I knew those streets work like that. Oh, you did. I didn't know. And yeah. I'm thinking I'm, I'm going to hit a wall. But then a car passed me and it made the right yeah. onto 59. Yeah. So I thought, uh, OK, we can go down the street. Yeah. So we go to 59th. We make the right. I'm going really slow with my blinkers on. He's got the thing out. The, still flipping the running Warren, Warren monologue. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm going to have to call the police. I'm going to have to go to the pound. I'm never going to stop my car. What the fuck? Right. And then we see and I'm, it's your first three uh, letters of your license plate have a girl's name, right? So we see that, and uh, and all of a sudden- No, no, I saw the little blinking behind- Right, I did too. Car. And he goes, yeah. wait a minute, is that it? Is that it? Right? And we like, he goes, that's my car, that's my car, right? And yeah. then we had this moment like, what was it like? It was like the sun coming out after a- Euphoric. <laughs> it was, euphoric. It was euphoric. It was euphoric. <laughs> it was like, I can't believe, this is, the, this is unbelievably oh. great. It was like the best moment of our life. Yeah. We we hugged each other, you know. Oh my God, we found it. Well, because you know, if we didn't find it, it's New York City against me for 
it could be 10 minutes or 10 days. I mean, right. yeah, we we'll just go on and on. It was and my car chat. was my car was crying. It's like, why did why did you do this to me? Why did you why did you leave me alone on New Year's Eve? <laughs> oh, we just we hugged. We almost cried. We were like just so happy and excited. And to your credit, Warren, the very first thing you said is, "I'm just grateful. I'm just grateful. I'm just grateful." And then you went. You said, "Wait, don't leave. Let me make sure they didn't ruin my car." You know. So you and it was, and it was fine. Yeah, it was undamaged. No, no it undamaged. was great. It was great. It's it was like better Superman, than before. They... Superman lifted it up. Okay. They washed <laughs> and simonized it, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. they did. Yeah. <laughs> In your dreams. <laughs> yeah. You were simonized, uh, Warren. Oh, God. So <laughs> did I call you at that? Did we call you at that point and tell you we found the car? Yeah, yeah, because like I we were so. all just so elated, you know. Right. Like, yeah, Molly, just, I think, yeah, Molly, you said they found the car. <laughs> <laughs> like we found and the I golden fleece. <laughs> I knew it was gonna be on one of the other streets, but I we had to get back to you guys because you were freaking out with all the gear. So yeah. that's that took an extra like hour. Right. We had to come back and then go back again. But it, you know, whatever. You know. But I don't think you knew when you were on 58th. You didn't know yet that it might be on 57th or 59th. No, no, I didn't know for sure, but I was gonna say to Warren, let's I think look. I did. Let's let's just go. And that's when you right. called it. They just kicked us yeah. out of the loading yeah, car. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have to go back and save them. Right. So now it's like almost three o'clock in the morning, right? Oh, yeah. He ended at one. Uh, Warren, I, I, I left ahead of Warren, but by the time I got to 58th and the, by the time I, I drove down 58th, you guys, you were at the loading dock already and you were loading your gear into your car. And I almost rolled the window down and said, get a horse to you guys as I was driving by. But there were people behind me and, you know, uh, um, but I remember also that we were talking in the car as I was driving back. And I think the feeling I had, and I think the feeling all of us had is like, nobody bailed. Everyone was in it for the duration. Yeah. I just felt so good about the four of us as a team because, yeah, right, of course, you know, nobody got shitty. Nobody whined. I mean, yeah. whined a lot. Uh, <laughs> when you think about it like i think you said it before marla you know these situations a lot of times happen to you by yourself and then right. it's like okay so i have to get my car i'm leaving my equipment unattended unattended to in the dock now i can't get out of the parking lot then i finally get there then the dock is closed or like where's my gear somebody moved it and and then it's like you don't have anybody to sort of say it's Help you. Be okay. It's like, you know, <laughs> and everybody's just, you know, the guys that work at the hotels, they don't want to know from nothing, you know. So clearly the security guy, I mean, isn't that his gig to fucking wait I mean, there? What else yeah, is he this said, guy? Hang around. It's his only gig. He's there anyway. So, but you know, everybody's, you know, everybody's got their agenda. So but but you're right. That's the the, the at least no matter how bad the situation is, when you're doing it with somebody else, you're like, okay, this really sucks, but I don't feel as bad. Because at least we're both in it. Over four we're both in it, and we're making jokes, and we're laughing. And we're yeah, laughing. yeah. What do you do? Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, I was there from 10.30 in the morning that day, and I was there two, two days before, 10.30 in the morning, and after I dropped you off, it was like 10 to 4, right? right. By the time, and I got home yeah. at 4.30. Right. And I got the next day, right? 
except I called somebody to sub, but I just said I can't. Yeah. <laughs> it was just crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Warren, what, what time did Warren, what time did you get home? Uh I got home about mm, three thirty, quarter four, and then I stayed up watching Twilight Zones. <laughs> You already were in the Twilight Zone. <laughs> I know, right. but it's your own episode. You know? <laughs> they, do that, they do that thing on New Year's when they have nonstop Twilight Zone. Yeah. So. I got home, I think I got home like a quarter to four. And then yes. up till about a quarter to five. Uh, and then I, you know, and none of us, what did we sleep? Three hours, four hours? Because how? Yeah, I woke up at 7.30. You yeah. know, just can't like sleep. Now, now Larry. Yeah. Larry, Larry had to go to his in-laws. I know, like you had to go to your in-laws. What, what was that like? Well, the funny thing was, you know, like, um, so, you know, I mean, I have a studio apartment. So, like, you know, now we unload the stuff. Now I'm going into my building. You know, and the doorman's like, whoa, that's a heavy amp. Yeah, <laughs> like, oh, please. So then I put it in, the, you know, and now, I, now, you know, Laura's sleeping and I'm like opening the door. And she's like, what are you doing? You know, like, I'm like, Do you bang, that? Bang, yeah, I'm banging everything, trying to get it through the door. You know, it's like a you know, 450 square foot, you know, like little studio. So right. mm -hmm. and I'm trying to like, you know, I'm trying to like go to bed and I'm like wired, you know, and I'm like laying there with my, you know, I, and I'm like, I can't put the, I want to put the TV. Right. You should have come over there. and watch the Twilight Zone. Yeah, I'm thinking I can't put TV on. So like, and, and now I'm just, you know, and she's just kind of like, just leave me alone, you know, and yeah. I'm just like staring at the wall. And then, and then, you know, then we had to leave at like 12 o'clock, you know, so. Yeah. Well, I hope Laura watches this episode. So at least, you know, yeah. she'll know what you went yeah. I explained it. I explained it to her, you yeah. know, like, mm -hmm. of course, you know, you know. Yeah, I like an idiot. Nobody gets it except people that actually have to do it. I mean, I'm pretty, I'm pretty good Nobody like everybody it. at this stage of pre-disastering, but I didn't see this coming, man. I just didn't see it coming. I right. couldn't see the, I couldn't see the end of this right. at the beginning. Yeah. Well, if you don't mind me mentioning, Warren, you yeah. didn't see it coming when we did the trio gig six months ago. Remember? And, and the president was in town. Oh, that God. was that was. Yeah, I couldn't see that coming either. Right. Right. It was a half an hour trip and I left enough. I left like two hours. Right. And you think that's gig. enough. Yeah, I know. I don't. So now, like, every yeah, hour day day before. <laughs> I know. I mean, and it's I, really scary because we know that when Manhattan shuts down, you're done. Yeah, done. yeah. This and when I, was, I mean, when I was stuck in that crush of people, I, I could foresee being there for two hours and not I even try. remember uh, uh, an interview with Billy Joel where he, why he moved out of Manhattan back to Long Island and said, I can't take the traffic. Limo <laughs> or no limo, I can't take it. It's like brutal. Yeah. yeah. So, Warren, so, let me just, Warren, you were going to get out of your Park your car somewhere on the on the Upper West Side, right? You were upper, gonna like take, uh, upper, take a bicycle, yeah. 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 subway. Yes, you were, right. No, worse than that, I have a city bike uh, subscription. <laughs> nice. I was gonna take a snare drum on my back <laughs> and ride the city bike. It was like it was becoming like a you know one of those yeah. wacky movies, you know, yeah. a, Tom, <laughs> like a the, Tom Hanks kind of movie, like yeah. Marx Brothers, right. right, right. So, but I just wanna. Say, uh, yeah. I, I, you know, in that moment when we, after we found your car, we were on the phone rehashing. Yeah. I, I just felt so proud of the four of us that we were so good to each other and just like never. Yeah. I did, you know, Larry, when I got my stuff packed and I thought I could go now and I even hugged you goodbye. But then I thought that would be so shitty of me to do that. 
leave him alone there. So I didn't, which I'm yeah. Yeah. grateful well, that I didn't do that because I would have felt yeah. so shitty for the rest of my life about it. So. <laughs> and then we just like, you know, just like laughed about it, really. Just and just well, said, you know, what are you going to do? I mean, it's but like, that's what I said before, you know, I mean. As bad as situations are, when, when if there's somebody else involved, it right. just yeah. makes it so much better. Especially when well, it's someone you know for a really long time that you really love, you know. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. And I love all of you. I do too. And and as a matter of fact, I remember when we were on the phone at the end, <laughs> and Warren, yeah, and Warren was, you know, heading toward you. You, Larry, said, "Yeah, and well, this will be the gig host New Year's Eve episode." Yeah, that's right. That's right. And so here yeah. it is. <laughs> so here uh, creating an creating another episode. All right. So I, I think we're good. I thank thank you guys for joining us on this very special episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Very good, Willow. And uh I hope the next one that we're all on is nothing like this one. It'll have its challenges because we do have something coming up, but it'll be different. Yeah. It'll be mosquitoes yeah. and bad equipment. <laughs> oh great. Oh, oh mosquitoes. Right. Oh, right, right. Yeah. The green bug spray. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a whole other you know, yeah. it's 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 so funny. I work I work with one of these guys. I work with a guy, and and his um his his take on everything is like, look, I don't care what the gig is. There's always a suck factor. <laughs> a suck factor. <laughs> there is one. He goes, there is a suck factor. He goes, it could be multiple suck factors, but you can guarantee there's at least one suck factor. Right. Nice. Oh, well, that's a good way to look at it. It's kind of true. Yeah. I'm gonna name my next band Suck Factor. Okay. Along with free drinks. Coming to the free stage. Drinks. Suck Factor. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. We're gonna sign off. I love you all. I'll see you on the band stand. And uh, until soon. next time, we are. Say it with me. The Gig Hub. Namaste. 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 Merry Christmas. <laughs> The Gig Host Podcast is produced and recorded by Marla Joe and Willa Bassett, also known as The Gig Host. Thanks to Jeremy Goldberg for opening voice up.